welcome back, it's Kate here. And I'm giving you another little dose, a little, a little microdose of Second Spring, the self-care guide for menopause. And this is my book, which is going to be released the 17th of February. Um, and I thought I'd give you a little peek between the pages so that you can get a flavour of what it's about. Um, oh, and if you order it now, like before the 17th, then you get a, a free gift in the form of a, a self-care uh, online programme. Um, if you'd like to do that, then you can do that. Um, and today's little musing is on the wisdom of the body. And I think one of the uh, really revolutionary countercultural offerings that Second Spring has is that your body knows that you, you already know what you need. Um, you have it in you already. You're already wise and fully equipped and fully empowered to do this thing, to make this transformation. Um, and this is not a message that you'll read in the in the mainstream press or mostly on social media. It's not something you see very often. And mostly what is apparent in the conversation about perimenopause and menopause is fear. It sends people into a panic, into a flat panic about worrying about being, I don't know, about failing, I think is really common, about the unknown and about a very bad thing that is external and happening to them in which they will be judged and lost. I think that's what, that's what I see. Yay! I know. <laughs> and this is not my experience. This is categorically not my experience. This is scaremongering. So first of all, this is advice. I'm giving advice. You know, I never, I don't really do advice, but I would say be very picky about what you read and about what media you absorb because that fear is insidious and it comes in under the cracks in the windows. So yeah, that's, that's hopefully that will be the only bit of advice you'll get, get today from me. Um, because you have it all in you, you know, you already have it. So one of the things that this fear does is that it stops us from connecting with ourselves. So we feel, oh, there's something going wrong. I have to fix it. I have to um, Google or I have to go out and ask somebody else what their thing is to take something, whether it's uh, menopause, hormone therapy, HRT, uh, a supplement or whatever. That, that, that's our impulse to go out and fix it. And what that does is puts our body into a place of dis puts us into a place of disconnect sorry with our body it disconnects us from what's actually happening so what i'm offering in second spring is the possibility that by creating little tiny pockets of quiet half a breath even little moments of reflection 
you can connect with yourself and feel into what you need. And the, the place to find this conversation within ourselves is usually in the most vulnerable places. Sorry, sorry, my loves. It's usually the places we really don't want to go. It's often the places that we judge about ourselves, the places that where we feel shame. Oh, I should have put shame high on the list at the beginning. Yeah, shame. Um, the places that we that we feel hold us back, that we really wish would go away. And we all have these, and they show up in a myriad of different ways, physical, emotional. You know what I'm talking about already, right? <laughs> but we reject them. You know, our impulse is to reject them and to want to fix them. So here's the radical thing, that what if you created a quiet time where you could hear these voices? where you could hear, really connect with these places within you and listen to what they need. One of the ways to do this, and this is included in Second Spring as an audio, so you, you, know, you order the book, you, get, you buy the book, you get, to, you get to access this, is a thing called a medicine circle. And this is a very special guided visualisation uh, practice that will take you into the phases of menopause so you can feel into those vulnerable places with safety. So that it's like a little window where you can have a conversation, a heartfelt, deep conversation with these vulnerable parts. And then after that conversation, you can re-engage with your sort of more real life everyday self the mental processes, your brilliant brain, to figure out how to use this information. So what that might look like is that, say, a client might feel that her nine-year-old self, you know, a nine-year-old self is calling for attention, sadness or a place where she was less than completely supported. So coming out of the, the medicine circle, we can look at, well, how, how can you support that young part of yourself in your everyday life? Maybe you can put more play into your life. Maybe you could, um, maybe it's, I don't know, holding your own hand or doing some self-soothing with stroke, stroking yourself or hugging yourself might help. What does she want to do? You know, what did she want to do at that time? And putting a little bit of that into your life, for example. So the medicine circles are, are available in Second Spring and I'm very privileged uh, to be able to use them because they came, I was taught them by Alexandra and Shani at Red School, and these were further developed with Leora Lieboff and I at Womankind. So this is the sort of continuation, the lineage of the, this work, and I'm delighted to be able to share them with you in Second Spring. Uh, I can give you another story of body wisdom, which is one of my own stories. When I was uh, massaging away, working mostly as a, as a body worker, and um, working with uh, biodynamic 
work and abdominal work and women's health and stuff. And what was happening is that my my the knuckles of my fingers, my finger joints were getting stiffer and more and more and more swollen. And I was very afraid because it effect, I could effectively see that my career the drama, here's the drama, my career was over, you know, and I was very afraid. And what's more, the thing that I really wanted to do, which was to um, draw and paint and make stuff, would not be possible if I continued in this vein. And so I, I embarked in a process of exploring letting, really giving attention to my hands in a meditative way and letting them speak. And it, the message about stopping just became so clear. And, you know, I could have easily, uh, I did go to the doctor and I got it all checked out and stuff, and I could have easily have taken um, various sorts of medication. HRT would probably have sorted it out. Um and other stuff, and carried on working. But because I was very privileged, I was able to stop for a while. And because of that pause, and okay, that was a big pause, and I was very privileged to be able to do that, but because, basically, I listened to my hands, I was, my life transformed in terms of creativity, in terms of feeling into doing what makes me happy, in terms to, of exploring the possibilities. And, you know, I would never have started this podcast, talked to all these amazing people, met my all-time hero, Angela Farmer, um, and I certainly wouldn't have written Second Spring if I had taken the medicine and carried on regardless. So, yeah, so that's, you know, this is the cent one of the central messages in, um, in Second Spring, is that you already know, your, your body already knows what you need. But we have to create safe and quiet spaces in order to listen and acknowledging also that we don't want to listen because it can be really near the knuckle and really charged. And we feel so much shame around these vulnerabilities, but they absolutely know the way forward. <laughs>